Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you haven't heard... It's a good idea to fit probiotics into your daily routine. Fortunately, Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls make that so easy. These adorable little pearls couldn't be easier to take, and they support both digestive and vaginal health, all because of the probiotics. There are actually one billion active cultures protecting against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort, all in one tiny little pearl. To learn more about Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls and how they can fit into your routine, visit naturesway.com. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with Mitch Horowitz. We'll take calls with Mitch next hour, so get ready. All things paranormal. Let's talk about extrasensory perception, Mitch. How do people have this incredible gift? You know, it's remarkable, George. We've got about 90 years of academically-based evidence at this point for ESP. It's replicable, it's real, it's statistically bulletproof. I mentioned earlier in the previous segment that there was a study on precognition at Cornell. That study is now a little over 10 years old. And other parallel studies were done because the researcher, to his credit, he opened up his books, he showed his data to everyone, he provided free software and a free instruction manual to any researchers who wanted to replicate the evidence. So we now have a meta-analysis, which is a pool of different studies that encompasses 90 studies at 33 different labs in 14 different nations that show his results of precognition to be confirmatory. Now dig this, the critics always say the problem with ESP experiments is they can never be repeated. That is not true. These experiments have been repeated for decades, and this most recent one emanating from Cornell um, has been shown to be the real deal in a meta-analysis encompassing 90 experiments. This is no joke. ESP is real. Well, my aunt back in the 60s was convinced of that, Dr. Shafika Karegula, who changed her entire practice, Mitch, from psychiatry to is studying telepathy and ESP, and she was totally convinced that this was the real deal. Yeah, the thing I'm hoping is that now that the UFO thesis has gone mainstream, it may help us open up some of these other fields, because 
ESP research is actually really inexpensive to do, but regardless, it's very hard for people to raise money for it. Universities don't want to sponsor it and so forth. It's very difficult for people who are trying to protect their reputations to get involved in these kinds of studies. But I'm hoping that the funding is going to open up and the intellectual atmosphere is also going to loosen up. What about the occult? Tell us about that. Well, the occult, you know, occult is simply a word that comes from the Latin term occultus, meaning secret or hidden. It was a word that came into use during the Renaissance when people were rediscovering the spirituality of the ancient world, spirituality of Egypt, Rome, Greece, Persia, and all these priesthoods and mystery religions and initiatory traditions had vanished during the Dark Ages or the early medieval period. And they were trying to figure out what to call this material. So they settled on this term occultus, or what we call a cult, just meaning hidden or secret. didn't have any sinister connotation at all. It was just a neutral term. Over the years, it's taken on a bad rap. But I use it all the time because it has historical integrity, and I don't think we should just give up terms like that to people who use them in a negative way. The Nazis gave it a bad word, didn't they? Yeah, I, I, I think that this is an ongoing controversy and probably the Nazi occult connection gets really exaggerated. I have an essay on Medium uh, called The Occult and Fascism, A Brief Comment. And I try to sort this out because I think it really gets exaggerated. And the fact is, most of the people who were considered occultists who were close to the Third Reich, they were killed. Uh, a man who was known as Hitler's astrologer was killed en route to the concentration camp at Buchenwald. Uh, Freemasons were jailed. Theosophists were jailed. You know, people think that people at the upper echelons of the Third Reich were dabbling in the occult, and yeah, there's some truth to that. There's some truth to that. But the fact is, all the involved parties, they were killed, they were shunned, they were murdered. Um, it's overstated. It, it's overstated, and that's something I write about in that in that little essay. What does the law of attraction mean to you, Mitch? Well, it's funny. It's not a term that I use much myself because I don't like the implication that we only exist under one mental super law. It may be that consciousness is the ultimate arbiter of reality, and I do personally believe that's true. But there's a lot of intervening laws and forces. And in this world that we live in, we are conscripted to experience many different laws and forces that can seem to disrupt or get in the way of uh, the law of mental causation. And this shouldn't surprise us. Gravity is a law. It's universal. But you'll experience gravity differently on the moon than you will on Earth or on Jupiter. Uh, water is always water, but based on surrounding conditions, it can be a vapor, liquid, or ice. So we have to understand that these laws, these metaphysical laws, don't necessarily liberate us from surrounding conditions. It's an important concept, um, but I speak about mental causation hand-in-hand hand with other laws that we have to live under, uh, rather than just talking about one mental super law, because very frequently we're not able to access that state. You are a believer in positive thinking, aren't you? Absolutely. Uh, I think it stands to reason that we do measure events, we do select events through our attitudes, through our psyches, through our natural senses. And I think that actually plays a really concrete role in what happens to us. You know, we've talked a little bit tonight about uh, quantum physics. All the founders of quantum physics back in the day were considered philosophical idealists. They believed that we lived in a perception-based reality. 
The people who founded what we would consider world-class science were believers in perception as a key factor in determining what reality you experience. So I think the early positive thinkers who were around before um, quantum physics, quantum theory, I think they had a really strong instinct for human nature. So I dig all the early positive mind books. You know, you and I have talked a lot about um, The Magic of Believing by mm-hmm. Claude Bristol. Yep. And, and there's other books like that that I think really had a huge, huge instinct for the greater dimensions of human nature, and I am a believer. What are your thoughts of the afterlife, Mitch? That is a really interesting question. You know, first of all, so many people have had near-death experiences, and there's so much testimony around it that we really have a record, and that's incredibly important. I talk a lot about laboratory-based material, but the individual's experience is really, really important as well, and I, I try never to lose sight of that. It stands to reason that if we can prove ESP in a laboratory setting, we have an extra physical existence. We don't understand it. We are kind of on our knees staring through a keyhole. But once you open up the door to ESP and extra physicality, it stands to reason that, that, that we have some existence that seems to go beyond the physical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Can your savings weather an economic storm? Think about what you've put away for the future. Inflation can render cash worthless. Real estate can crash like in 2008. Economies built on a mountain of debt can fall like a house of cards. And there are very few physical assets you can invest in that can stand the test of time. Gold has withstood as a valued form of money for millennia. It's why people are flocking to it now and why Birch Gold is busier than ever. Through a little-known tax loophole... Birch Gold can let you convert a retirement account into a tax-sheltered IRA and physical gold. And the best part, it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket to make that change. To learn more, text COAST to 989898 and claim your free info kit on gold. Let me ask you this again. Can your IRA or 401k weather an economic storm? If not, call the people I trust, Birch Gold. Text COAST to 989898 and secure your savings today. 
One of your chapters is called The Man Who Destroyed Skepticism. Who is that person? That's our old friend James Randi, who died ah, about two yes. years ago. Yeah. Um, James hey. called himself a skeptic. Uh, I maintain that James was a pseudo-skeptic. Uh, James would do injustice to the truth all the time in order to upend some of the very things I'm talking about. He would flat-out deny that there was evidence for ESP. He would misrepresent the research, sometimes very fl- flagrantly, of some of the uh, key players. He would humiliate people. He would speak in sound bites. He would speak in sarcasm, rhetorical questions, all the stuff that's now so popular and that runs riot over social media. And um, I think he was a negative influence on the culture because we do need skepticism. When I talk about all these different topics, I need somebody to be tapping me on the shoulder and saying to me, listen, you got that wrong, you got that wrong. I want people to go into my footnotes. Call me out if I'm exaggerating. We need skeptics. But James created a very negative kind of pseudo-skepticism, and I write about that in the book. Was he a believer in God, do you know? That I really don't know. Um, I, 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 I'd have to... He'd have to be here for us to have that exchange. Uh, he might have had some kind of belief system, but he was dedicated to a belief system that might be called materialism, which is just that matter creates itself, and that the only game in town is uh, thought, cognition, flesh and bone, and you know just, just common observation, and that anything that went outside of that, he considered fantasy. What are your thoughts of curses, Mitch? Well... I think that the human mind is very powerful. Is it possible to curse other people? Yes. But I also believe in reciprocity. And anything that we do to another person reverberates back to us. I wouldn't touch uh, any kind of spell work that dealt with curses. And I don't advise anybody to do so. Yeah, you can probably do it, but you're going to suffer a terrible consequence. You believe they're real? I do believe they're real. I I think that intention is, is very, very powerful. And, you know, we don't take that into account often enough. These questions come into play most dramatically when we're dealing with magic, but we have to take into account intention when we're going online, insulting one another or being sarcastic or or what have you. It makes the individual feel shame. And then in order to overcome the shame, he or she just goes back to the bottle, takes another hit, keeps doing it. That's why we kind of get into these grooves where we're constantly mouthing off in rage all day online, and uh, it really degrades us. And I think it degrades us in ways that are much deeper than than we really understand. It hits our self-respect. On the uh, top of the cover, there's a little snippet by our friend Jacques Vallée. Yeah, I really appreciate Jacques' support. Um, Jacques is, a, a, as many of the Coast listeners know, is a pioneering computer scientist and I think today, today's greatest living theorist of UFO phenomena, it was really Jacques back in the late 1960s who pioneered the analysis of UFOs being interdimensional. And exactly. He told me one time that there's, there's a character in the film Close Encounters that's based on Lacombe. Yeah, Lacombe. Uh, and, 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 and I got to watch Close Encounters with Jacques, which was exciting. It's kind of oh, like... Oh, that's cool. Did, did, did he, know, did he right. know the character was him? Oh, yeah. Oh, he knew all about it. Okay. And he told me that when he was on the set of Close Encounters, he shared with Steven Spielberg his perspective that uh, UFOs were probably interdimensional versus extraterrestrial, and Spielberg agreed with him. Interesting. What do you think? I, I lean towards the extra-dimensional thesis because our models of extra-dimensionality are better developed right now than our models of how craft could travel across such 
unfathomable distances. Uh, I think it's actually easier to defend the uh, interdimensional thesis. They've learned, but are they physical or not? Yes, they are physical. I think because something belongs to a different dimension doesn't mean that it's not as physical and as real as our own voices right now. Okay, almost like a multiverse? Yeah, exactly like a multiverse. So it's real, it's just that we're only able to perceive these things at unique moments. We're not altogether sure why, but the perception is absolutely real. There's there's nothing ethereal about it. It's 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 physical reality. It just belongs to a different dimension. Fascinating. Mitch Horowitz with us. His websites are linked up at coasttocoastam.com. His latest book is called Uncertain Places, Essays on Occult and Outsider Experiences. Are you writing another book on the occult? Believe it or not, I am, George. <laughs> I'm determined to beat out Tommy for sleep deprivation, see? so You, you love going. this stuff. Yeah. I'm writing a book called Modern Occultism. That's going to come out next summer. And it's a really epic history of the occult from late antiquity up through today. And it's very exciting to me because I get to explore the lives, careers, ideas of some people I'm really interested in, like Manly P. Hall and Madame H. P. Blavatsky, among others. Are you a supporter of witchcraft? Absolutely. I think witchcraft is one of the most exciting developments on the spiritual scene of our generation. I mean, we we are witnessing a rebirth and to some degree a reworking of what had been uh, a tradition that was either vanished or was very, very deeply underground. And it's incredibly inspiring and heartening to me that we can gather threads from what our ancient ancestors were doing uh, rework these threads, add to these threads, and create a modern tradition. And it brings meaning to the lives of a lot of people. We're going to take calls next hour with Mitch Horowitz here on Coast to Coast, so get ready to make your fingers do the walking. And uh, Tom will answer the phones to be sure. The book, Uncertain Places, where do people get it, Mitch? You can get it on Amazon or anywhere you buy your books. It's in print, digital, and audio. Back to the Ouija board for a second. I'm opposed to the Ouija board still. I haven't been convinced... Maybe after reading your book, I will be. But well, uh, it, it's, it still scares me a little bit. A lot of scary stories over the Ouija board. A lot of disturbing things happen over the Ouija board, but some good things as well. There have been some extraordinary channel teachings, like the Seth teachings, for example, that Jane Roberts began mm-hmm. channeling over Ouija board, the Abraham teachings. So these experiments are not without risk, but like all experiments, uh, things can go wrong, or, or there can be extraordinary payoffs. Extraordinary indeed, but uh, I don't know. Well, I might bring one into the studio one Halloween, and maybe we'll give it a whirl. That happened to me in St. Louis when I was doing my local show. Oh, I remember this. And it shut down everything. We had cart machines, which we used to play our commercials that way. Now everything's computer. Yeah. And that jammed up. That didn't work. Lights went out. I, I had my producer take it out of the room, and everything went back on. Now, he gave it to a guy in the newsroom who got fired a couple days later. Wow. And uh, right. we ran into him uh, at, a, at a nightclub about three weeks later, and he said, ever since I got that Ouija board, and uh, he said it in a different phrase, <laughs> he said, my life has been horrible. All right, we'll scratch that idea. Maybe we'll do tarot readings. In the yeah, studio. I'd rather do no that. Ouija. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. 
Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.